0: welcome to a woman's brew where women talk about beer in today's mini episode we kick off 2021 easing into alcohol-free beers and looking at brew dogs af offerings and comparing them to their partner beer i'm joanne and this is tori hello and we're two beer loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer come join us beer tasters and podcast listeners this is Joanne um, and I just wanted to give you an overview of what my beer school love beer learning can offer you so at love beer learning what we want to do is we want to help you build your beer vocabulary build your beer tasting confidence so you can post beer reviews with ease and confidence and so that you can understand exactly what's in your glass and enjoy it every single time. Now we do that through a variety of ways. Uh, One of my ways is build your beer uh, vocabulary, which is my course. There we will do sensory activities and live tastings. We look at all the major ingredients in beer that influence what you taste and smell and see. Uh, through a sensory experiment, we taste different foods, different spices, different things that are going to calibrate your tasting palate so that when you smell fruit, you know which fruit you're smelling. When you smell spice, you know what kind of spices it might be. And when you think that's malty, what are those malty things that you are tasting? Is it biscuit? Is it cracker? Is it chocolate or coffee? Through a sensory experiment, we will calibrate your tasting palette. I'll also go over some professional beer tasting techniques with you, looking at the appearance of beer, looking at the aroma of beer and delving right into the tasting as well. And then through live tastings together, we will practice using your palette and using that new vocabulary to explain what is in your glass. And if you think you do that quite well already then there is also my beer membership the beer tent society in the beer tent we look at a different beer style every month we look at its history we look at the style guidelines for it which are a little box that we put beers into but we can then decide by doing a live tasting and comparing several examples of that style, whether it fits into those guidelines, or whether it doesn't, and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, because sometimes going outside the box is a good thing. By understanding beer vocabulary, by understanding beer styles, you will become more confident in your beer tasting, and you're gonna become that beer expert that you want to be. So come join me in Love Beer Learning, if you've got any questions you can email me at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com or come to the website lovebeerlearning.co.uk to find out more information. I would love to work with you so come join me today. Now back to the podcast. Oh, happy new year! Yes. First episode of twenty twenty one. Yes, happy twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'm
1: honestly, uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, it's our first episode back in twenty twenty one. It's gonna be hopefully a
0: better year than twenty twenty. Although, like I think we said in the end, it's of the just year, not saying anything
1: <laughs> worse. But <laughs> we're we're going with it. It's gonna be a good year. Everything's gonna be good. We're all fine. we <laughs> yeah, to be so, fine things I think planned so far already as well we've got a lot of really good yes beers. we've got I don't know what we do. we're doing uh amped up versions of beers yes we're doing dry January just a bit of
0: contrast for you there
1: yeah just <laughs> so go from one complete extreme to another complete extreme um I feel like that just sums us up really uh yeah, <laughs> yeah lot, lots of interesting things are going to be coming out I think and we thought this would probably be a good way to start because it's blending a bit of alcohol with a bit of non-alcohol for people that don't want to totally jump in
0: <laughs> to the realm of easing of, you in. So yeah, baby steps. Yes, yeah, so I have a beer that I'm gonna start with that Joe. Yeah, I haven't got this one because I couldn't Man, find it still. anywhere. I went around <laughs> I went on a mission on Saturday you trying did. to get um, lost lager. Because I put it on my shopping and it didn't arrive. Well, they they sent me an email (laughs) saying, you can't have this. We don't have it. I was like, it's fine. I'll just nip to Morrison's. Morrison's didn't have any. That's fine. I'm going to nip in B&M for something. B&M doesn't have anything. And then I nipped into, I had to go all the way into Canterbury to the little Tesco's. And then I finally managed to get a full pack. But um, checked out the... (laughs) The AF offering, the alcohol-free offering in Morrison's—they didn't really have anything either. I should have picked up the Thornbridge one, and I didn't. But um, yeah, but sh- beer, like so, supermarkets in Canterbury—not the best selection of beer. <laughs> just putting that out there.
1: It's just yeah, I always get in the messages, and she was like, I, "I went, I went to three different stores. <laughs> I'm done. I went to three different ones. They didn't have nanny state. None of them had nanny state." And I was like, "I thought it was going to be like twenty minutes." <laughs>
0: drive to Morrison's drive back again an hour later I'm like oh, we're gonna have to hold off for a second because <laughs> I yeah have yeah
1: <laughs> we had to do the like, oh we're delaying we're delaying what we're doing we need to have lunch yeah you took it a proper excursion yeah um, this nanny's state I was saying right before we started recording I've never had nanny state before um the reason we're having well we plan to have nanny state and I'm having nanny state um is because it was actually the first first alcohol free beer that Brewdog put out and they did it in August of 2009 and they were using, I believe at the time, Centennial, Amarillo, Columbus, Cascade and Simcoe hops. I don't know if that's changed since, but that's definitely what was in the original recipe that they put in the recipe book. So I thought it would be good to start off a brief history with having their first alcohol free beer that they put out. And I cracked it open having never had it before, never looked at it, nothing, cause I've just never been interested. Um, and if you're looking at the video, it's really dark. <laughs> it's really yeah. dark compared to what I expected. It's it's still very clear. You can see right through it. Um, there's bits of yellow towards the bottom of it. So it kind of goes out like a bit of an ombre effect. But it's very much amber at the top before it goes down to like a lighter yellow at the bottom. Absolutely not what I expected at all. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot lighter coloured and it just wasn't. But the head pour on it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I don't know. For some reason, I don't have much exposure to alcohol free beers. You probably have had more experience than I have. I've I've had less than, you know, I can count on one hand, you know less than a handful of a few. And I was just expecting the head was going to be not so great, but it poured exactly like a normal beer. So I'm going to take a sip. I'm going to find
0: out what it tastes like. Well, that colour comes from eight different types of specialty malts that they use to make it. And so a fun fact, so the thing about um, uh, alcohol-free beers is because obviously they don't want the fermentable sugars because they're not going to ferment it that way, they're actually made with more specialty malts than base malts. So when you brew a regular beer, you want like the main percentage to be base malt and then you add... Colour and flavouring and aroma with a selection of specialty malts to get the flavours in a um, alcohol-free beer. They need to use a lot more specialty malts. So there's eight in Nanny State. Fun fact.
1: Interesting. That's not something that I need to. Yeah. Obviously- we're going to cover sort of the differences. There's there's four, I'm not going to go into detail now, but there's four different sort of levels of alcohol-free beer. Um, and that's something that we're going to cover in next week's episode, which is all about dry January um, alcohol-free beers. So that is something that when I was doing the research for that, I did not know. Um, that oh, really? was the processes. That didn't no, come up. <laughs> no, it didn't come up. It was the <laughs> overview of what it said. That was not one of the things that they mentioned, but admittedly, they kind of just said, here's a bunch of, different ways you can do it including this and this and that was not one that was mentioned so that's definitely a really interesting fun fact so there you go what do you Um, think of it it's a bit of an interesting one because um I don't think it's but it's not it's not like one that you drink and you go oh it's watered down it doesn't taste like there's no flavor here I think a lot of the and again we'll get into it next week a lot of the feedback we get is that oh it doesn't taste very good it's not sort of um, comparable to an actual beer um, it's it tastes watered down it's you know it, it's no depth there there's definitely flavor there more depth than I expected less watered down than I expected um, I can't say it's my favorite taste in the world um, but it's not offensive and I think it does sort of capture an element of of beer <laughs> um, but yes, it's interesting because I, um, I can't really describe what type of beer it's closest to, if that makes sense. Like I couldn't go, oh, this tastes just like a, you know, maybe the, with the punk. That would be. Yeah. But it's not like I can go, oh, it tastes like a punk IPA. Um, it doesn't really taste like a lager, but it doesn't really taste like an IPA. It's just, it, it does taste like if someone told me it was beer and there's alcohol in it. I'd go, all right, leave it. yeah yeah, just um i guess quickly before we get into the actual fun bit which will be doing the actual comparison comparison just a bit of history quick history lesson on the brew dog alcohol free so as i mentioned nanny state was the first one they brewed in august of 2009 um from there in may of 2019 they released the punk af so that is obviously the partner to the punk ipa so I've got (laughs) the bottled
0: versions, and I think Joanne's got the canned versions. I've got the canned versions. I managed to get canned.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we've got these
0: two to to go through today. Um,
1: So from there, they had all the other varieties kind of coming in after Punk. Punk was kind of the first of the partner range, and they all kind of started from January 2020 onward. So the 6th of January in 2020, Brewdog opened up their first af bar or well, their only af bar at the moment um but that's in old street in london and they boasted about it being the first alcohol-free beer bar in the world um bit interesting because when i looked at the tap list punk ipa is on the tap list at the moment um and there was a few
0: uh, i wonder if they were filling i wonder if they were filling because where i visited it in february i want to say and it was completely it was all alcohol-free beers there was no no alcohol-free, no well, alcoholic beers there at all. But I'm wondering if they're it. having to fill in if when it was open, they were having to fill in the slots because other breweries weren't able to provide because it was it wasn't they had guest alcohol-free beers as well, not just BrewDog ones. So I'm wondering if they're having to fill the taps with something else.
1: Yeah. So basically, when I looked um, when I was looking at the history of it, and I looked at the announcement for opening, um, when you look at a photo of it, all the beer on it that was listed. Did on the board was all alcohol free and um, it wasn't until i went into the brew dog now app and i went oh okay what could i get there it was it included punk and there wasn't as much of a selection um with guest beers as well and i think in past they've had ciders available kombuchas available like there was none of this there was no yeah. cider available had, it was all just on draft that's it i had a cherry kombucha and it was really good <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it that's what i thought was quite interesting was they included kombuchas and uh-huh all these other types of af stuff that was going to be in there um but at the moment what it's showing is no ciders there's no kombuchas there's some there's two varieties of takeaway cans and there's a few different offerings on tap which is closed at the moment anyways um but i was wondering if that was a covid thing but when they were claiming that it's the first alcohol-free beer bar in the world i'm wondering if that word beer is what <laughs> i definitely heard of alcohol-free bars so i'm wondering if they threw an alcohol-free beer bar
0: <laughs> because... i think that I think they were chancing, to be quite honest with you. I think they were chancing because there's definitely been pop up bars that were alcohol free before, whether there's been like permanent, we are permanently alcohol free. I thought it was I a bold know. statement to yeah. say in the world.
1: Yeah, but like, <laughs> I was like, i surprised. Sure, are you surprised? No, I am not, all. but I thought I would highlight the fact that, they, that that's what they were boasting yeah. about. And, and then when they opened that up to commemorate Last Dry January and the opening of their AF bar, they did what they, they announced, what they were calling a drink or you can jam, <laughs> uh, which is when they offered unlimited refills of the alcohol free beer at any of the Brewdog bars in the UK and I think some internationally as well um this year they I did see the announcement it's 25% off the alcohol free selection on the website obviously I'm assuming that's because the majority if not all of the bars I think are shut at the moment
0: they so- are about to hibernate all of their bars so yeah yes yeah. yeah. so I think
1: for them that's the next
0: best thing they can do
1: or else I'm sure they would have done something um in their bars as well so, yeah. so that kind of happened January of last year uh, the current offerings that they've got on the BrewDog website are the Punk AF, Lost AF, Elvis AF, Hazy AF, Nanny State. And then they've also got, which I thought was quite interesting, but I couldn't quite get myself to put an order in just for that, was Ghost Walker, which is an alcohol-free IPA collaboration they did with the with the band Lamb of God. Um, they boasted actually as well that this is their first, this is the first alcohol-free collab beer that's ever been brewed. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, But I was more interested in the fact that it was Lamb of God and the can art looks really, really cool because you've got the majority. The other one we're drinking today is Lost Lager and Lost AF. I've got a mix on these ones. I could only get a jumbo bottle. Cans
0: for me again. Just cans for you again. Yeah, just cans
1: nice big bottle but these are sort of typically what they look like with the same sort of design i don't know if you can probably see so
0: they've got the um they've got the new shape shield um they are the same so they're basically the same as the regular um but so looking at lost lager and lost af they've made it a bit gold is a darker gold on the af otherwise it looks exactly the same um and on the punk they have made it paler <laughs> to differentiate in the blue. Yes. On the, a- the AF Punk is paler in colour and the writing is blue, whereas on regular Punk, it's a darker blue generally in the design and the writing is black. On the bottle, so, the back of the Shields is white. And if you're the- not looking very closely and different. these are different. Oh, you've got a different colour cap. <laughs> yeah, the,
1: the bottle tops is black for the AF and the normal blue for the normal. So yeah. I guess they've... If you're
0: not looking very closely and these are close together on the shelf or while you're picking up a beer, um, you could pick up the wrong one (laughs) because they are very similar. I
1: I would say can-wise they they are.
0: Bottle-wise it's a
1: bit easier, but yeah yeah, they, yeah cans, they look very very similar yeah but this really ghost walker look. the art on it was just very different and very unique very lamb of God as well if you know lamb of god and i was like this is really awesome but i was like i just can't bring myself even with the 25 percent discount I, like, I can't bring myself to put in an order just for alcohol free <laughs> i might not drink it i don't know it's a gamble um but yeah so then i think out- outside of that of those ones that they're offering at the moment and i will say elvis af is we just found out the other day that it it was up there. Like I'd never... I've not had it yet. (laughs) No, I've never seen it. And I haven't until we went to go, oh, what's actually on the BrewDog website? And I went, oh my God, there's an Elvis AF. But I think you can only get it through the website. Um, But outside of those offerings, they've previously offered things, their own stuff like Wake Up Call, which is a 5% coffee stout. So I think they debuted that at the same time they opened
0: up the AF bar So. Wake Up Call was supposed to be one of the main AF beers, but they seem to have in, I believe, in COVID times, in an attempt to brew what people are buying, they have taken up, like, they've taken away a mass amount of stout brewing space. Um, And we keep complaining about it because our stout lovers are feeling a bit hard done by (laughs) because there aren't many brew dog stouts at the minute um available and actually I've not managed to grab myself a can of um wake up call and when I went to uh Brewdog Old Street it wasn't on because they didn't have any so they don't make an awful lot of it I think I did try it when it was in um testing phase because I had a alcohol-free coffee stout in Brewdog Milton Keynes and it was a small batch so i think i've had i had some of the test batch of it before they before they officially launched it um but i've not had it since they officially named it's, it it sounds <laughs> it sounds really life. nice though it was that really lovely, really
1: nice and i'm yeah. wondering i kind of wonder how much coffee like it tastes because i mean what what is really kind of the diff the, the major difference between replacing a coffee in you know, I drink a lot of iced coffee, being New England. <laughs> kind of, if I'm going to have that in an afternoon as like a filler drink, why not go for an alcohol-free coffee stout instead? Because it's so
0: the one I, I had have up and haver a at <laughs> uh, have BrewDog Milton Keynes tasted like um, a Guinness infused with coffee. Oh, interesting! It was delicious. So I haven't had Wake Up Call cool yet. Maybe never. <laughs> at this rate but oh, but if You're yeah kind I, of I was selling hoping it to me, though. well i was hoping that <laughs> yeah, I, I, like Guinness. I was like if that if this is if that's what it was that was really delicious i will have more of that please and i've not been able to get hold of it well that's Terrible. that's got to be
1: our mission so yeah. first of all that's definitely got to be our mission <laughs> and second of all i've been told um you might have told her tamsin told me that there's yeah <laughs> layer cake on yeah. tap at the brew dog bars i You know, when she said that, I was like, "What?" do I know she
0: had it in Glasgow, and apparently that's. Excuse me. Can that please some of that? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Even just do it in a small batch, just to see how people get on with it, because I think they'll find that will be if it tastes as good as the normal layer cake does. I think they'll find a lot of people will buy that, especially like over the month of January, um, because that would be a good replacement. So that one I heard was out there, and I was like, I feel hard done by because I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they need to be putting that out there. Um, and then, what I also thought was really good was the um, when Collab Fest was on. As much as it was probably, some people probably didn't enjoy this. They included BrewDog af as part of the collab fest so the reason i say people probably didn't maybe enjoy it is a it was a pumpkin spiced beer which i'm all about so give yep. it to me, <laughs>
0: me too. Send them my i way. guess
1: yeah exactly send us all of them me. i was literally like if you don't like it and you're close enough, <laughs> yeah
0: send it, me. send it to me i'll have it
1: <laughs> um but i imagine some people probably felt a bit like i was paying for x amount of alcohol beers and you've given me an alcohol free however i think it was important to include them in there so um I thought it was an interesting choice that they did it a good choice that they did it and um,
0: big drop did collab with did Collab fest the year before as well did they um and they did so actually their hazelnut coffee porter
1: oh yeah
0: originated in collab fest and it went down so well that they now brew it regularly um and it's really good <laughs> i had that was that one was on at uh, brewdog old street when I visited and it it's delicious
1: it sounds amazing when I was yeah. ordering, which Give me all the stouts. I'm not going to get into what we have for next week from Big Drop, <laughs> yeah. but when I was ordering this particular thing from Big Drop, I did see the hazelnut one, um, but I kind of didn't see it until after I'd put the order in because I went there for this very specific thing, um, put the order in, and then as I was doing more research into alcohol-free, saw the hazelnut and I was like, oh my God, I was like, I can't believe I didn't add that onto the order. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's like, good. Like, Love it be I'll probably really like it yeah um so I guess that's another one I've got to get hands on so yeah at at the moment the the last thing I'll just mention is at the moment they they what they were currently showing on the draft list which obviously is closed at the moment um they were showing lost AF um nanny state mixed it's a mixtape is what they call it I think and it's a Lost lager radler so I'm not Quite sure what they mixed that, but that was on there. um They did Punk IPA, Lost lager. so Those were all on draft, um which is why I was a bit confused because I was like, "There's two Lost, normal Lost yeah, lager. Yeah, I think they're, the they're but like you said, in. they're probably filling. Yeah. Um, and then they did takeaway cans. They did Punk Lost, Nanny State Hazy. Wake Up Call was in a can that you could take away. <sighs> yeah. Um, which is why I was like, they're definitely brewing it because that was on there takeaway cans list um and then they had some guest beers from big drop and mash game so um i think in the past they've also had like cider hox did um some ciders for them um alcohol free ciders and then the kombucha the other things i know in the past i've had raspberry blitz from them in cans that was when i first noticed they were doing alcohol free and i actually bought it not realizing it was alcohol free so i thought raspberry sounds really nice and then i tried it i was not a fan of it and it actually put me off <laughs> trying <laughs> some of the alcohol free, um, but that was very, very at the start of when they were doing alcohol free stuff. So, um, you are without drink. So, shall we crack open our punks?
0: Let's start with punks. Yeah, start with the punks. Okay. So they the raspberry the blitz range became the faux fox range, and faux fox was better. In my yeah, opinion. I did
1: see faux fox, but I when I went to go I saw it on tap at Brewdog Redding. And I hadn't realised that was alcohol-free. And then I looked again before I ordered it, and I went, oh, that's alcohol-free, I don't know if I want it. And I thought, oh, the last time I tried an alcohol-free from them, I was not a fan. So, oh, no, it's lively. It's just it's, it's everywhere. We will cut that bit. <laughs> I mean, you can leave it in if you
0: want. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to go get a, a towel. My glass. Oh, God, look at the top of that. Ooh. Oh, you've got got some yeast going on there, mate. Yeah,
1: properly yeasty. Anyways, and we're back in the room after my can has properly exploded. That was a lively one. Oh, that's not a clean glass.
0: Right, so looking at mine, my punk is slightly hazier, whereas my punk AF is completely clear.
1: Both of mine are completely clear, but I would say my AF is lighter in colour, just
0: slightly. They're about the same colour. But yeah, I've got some, I've probably got a bit of hop matter in my punk. I think for me, the punk
1: smells nicer than the punk here. It smells more normal in the normal sense of what you're saying. Yeah, there's
0: t- something about punk about the punk AF. There's a, it smells more limey. I was just going to say, it's citrusy,
1: but not in like a refreshing citrus, like a flat citrus. And I would yeah. say probably lime sounds right it's more watery in the body and not as malty i think that's it the punk has a bit more maltiness in the smell yeah let's see let me taste the punk af i'm, I'm not friends with it at the moment after it's just exploded <laughs> all over my stuff um like it's drinkable and uh, if it's i is a lot of citrus that i'm getting yeah. a lot of it's like way more bitterness
0: it's much more bitter the back end of that and it's it's you're not getting the hoppiness from it i would say that you no. get more from the punk like i i can find like I, i'm finding the resin and you know the juiciness Not you know not new england juiciness but there's a there's a no, yeah, no, citrusy juiciness to the punk that there isn't to the punk af it's just citrus
1: I'm just finding that on the just in the aroma alone the punk AF it's just flat yeah it's it's like a muted smell like it's not it's it's, one-dimensional yeah and it's not coming through like with some beers you can kind of you get close to it and it has like a nice smell to it like the the punk's got a bit of like a sweetness to it because that's the the multi-quality of it you know it smells in the way that you kind of expect punk ipa to smell um the punk af just it it just seems really turned down one dimensional and turned down so much that it's i can i can guess that it's not going to have much flavor to it is is what i would guess from just smelling it and um yeah it's, it's drinkable like you said it's drinkable but would i say it would scratch the spot for me of a normal punk i don't know if i would i don't know if you feel different but for me it's if i want you know a pint of punk this isn't going to cut
0: it for me no but it's more flavorful than say any of the um alcohol-free lagers I've had to be fair I
1: it's if for me I'm going in clean slate not having had any of those to compare it to so I don't know how this sits and I'll be able to find out how it's in a minute
0: (laughs) afterwards but um yeah I, I I could drink it if I was you know designated driver couldn't drink wanted a air quotes beer i could drink this in its place like i also am not a massive like soda person because i just find that the fizziness just gets to me over time so i would i would drink this over you know an evening of coke
1: (laughs) see i think i'd prefer a diet coke i think if somebody, if somebody said to me, oh, like if I went around to somebody's house and I was a designated driver and someone said that I don't have Diet Coke, I've got like someone offered me full fat Coke. I don't really like full fat Coke. So if they were yeah. like, got oh, this or you can have an alcohol free punk, I would go, yeah, I'll have the alcohol free punk. Or if that's all they had, I'd go, that's fine. But if I went to a pub and they said, you know, you're the designated driver, we've got Punk AF and then any other soft drink, I'm probably going to go with a pint of Diet Coke. Because for me... I said, it's not, it's not so bad that I'm, again, it's kind of like the nanny state. It's not offensive, Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of the the level of the bitterness in this compared with a lack of hops in it. The unbalance between those two things, it's just not to my personal taste. For me, it's too watered down because I, I like hoppy beers. So when you get yeah. something
0: that's turned so much down on the hoppiness, it just doesn't scratch the itch for me personally. Yeah, I don't mind, I don't mind it, but I'm not a massive soda drinker. My, my my choices would then be water or juice so if this is an option I would probably go for it
1: to be fair I would it's an odd one because if you're bringing juice into the mix or like <laughs> tap water or something like that like if I'm if I'm literally there and I can't have a diet coke and it's it's juice I'm not going to drink juice all night am I um and a water I get I don't know I get really weird with water I'm like is it cut like what tap is it coming out of I don't know so I probably would pick this overdue yeah. water but if I'm off diet coke I'm definitely taking. <laughs> mm. <laughs> saying that I did finish it I think I'm just feeling I'm feeling bitter uh-huh, funny because uh-huh. it, it, it exploded on me yeah
0: <sighs> all right so I've not had lost lost a f yet saying all that I'm still you're still guess, sipping away on, she's still sipping away I'm Still sipping on, on the punk
1: <laughs> all I'm gonna say is like when you drink a punk after a long time of not having a punk you kind of remember why it's everyone's yeah. people's first foray into into craft beer is um it's just refreshing and i think maybe that's part of it is i find that the punk ipa is actually more refreshing it's yeah. more crisp and refreshingness to it um than the af does yeah i would agree with that i'm really afraid that's gonna explode on me <laughs>
0: We're opening our lost lagers and our lost AFs.
1: Hashtag nervous AF. I'm going to sit back like this as well so I can quickly do a runner. Way!
0: That one didn't explode everywhere.
1: A good AF. My massive (laughs) bottle. I
0: feel really light.
1: I feel like I've got even tinier hands with this. Interestingly... I went to go pour this and i don't know if this is like it on all of them but on the side it looks like it's all written in either japanese or chinese it looks like it's written in kanji on mine on my bottle and i
0: not. or why i've got german and of course the um the two alcohol free ones include lactose oh really Both mm-hmm. of them do yes that i don't get that coming through um so no it's literally in there for mouthfeel purposes because it then gives you a bit more body that your malt would normally so this so we've
1: just poured lost um the one if you're watching the video the one that i'm holding up now that's in my right hand is the normal lost lager this one in my left hand that i'm holding up now is lost af um just looking at it they both are crystal clear light colored bit more carbonation bubbles, I would say, in the Lost. And the head pours much better in mine, um, in the normal. There's basically no head in the Lost AF.
0: On Same mine. with the head. So from cans, my Lost Lager is clear, but there is there are particles in it that are making it less clear than my... Lost AF, which is absolutely crystal clear. It could just be water with a little bit of yellow coloring in it. (laughs) Interesting. Um, A huge amount of carbonation bubbles in the AF, but the head retention on the regular Lost is much better.
1: My, I would say that my normal is more active bubble wise. Oh no,
0: see, mine isn't. But then again, I've got one, one can, so so my my Lost has got my Lost Lager has got smaller carbonations that are continually streaming. My lost AF has got fatter carbonation bubbles um, that are just kind of working their way to the top less quickly than the, yeah, than
1: the so lost lager. Yeah, I, I would say actually mine is similar to that mm. um, where I poured the lost first and uh, the, the AF first and then I went back for the normal. So probably while the big bubbles were going up in the first go, I wasn't watching them. <laughs> um they smell, I would say that the smell of them is a lot more comparable than the Punk to the Punk AF. These ones, I think there's a stronger smell yeah. in the Lost Lager, marginally, but they both have a fairly similar and more comparable smell to each other. Whereas I think the Punk IPA and the Punk AF were just, you could tell the difference between them.
0: Yeah, I've got, um, there's definite that Pilsner grainy smell to them. I would say that the AF is slightly more floral.
1: Yeah, I think it's also a bit more, I think the AF is a bit more muted as well, though. It's, it's sort of like a similar smell, but not as strong for me. Um, it's the slightly different where there is a bit more floral in it, but I think it's just a bit not as strong hitting me.
0: So This is really interesting because I'm finding that the Lost Lager is quite bitter which it mm. should be for the style, for for a Pilsner, um, which is what I don't like about it. <laughs> and then yeah. I actually prefer the AF because it's got a bit more of a creamier taste to it. That would be the lactose. Oh, I would agree that it's a bit creamier,
1: but mm. for me, I'm finding that it is still it still has that watery element to yeah. it, um, and it's not and- creamy in texture. Um, yeah, but creamy in taste yeah no yeah no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah no I get what you're saying I mean watery in the sense of I'm getting the creaminess but I'm not I'm getting like if you took milk and then you added water to it uh-huh. and it's like watered down milkiness is what I'm getting and it's obviously they're both it's thin obviously as you'd expect but it comes across really bland and it's just for me it might just be my taste buds and it might just be it's not to my taste because I like hoppier um so for me, again, I'd have it. It's not offensive, but I can understand if there are people out there that like big hoppy beers that are drinking, I mean, it's a lager, so it's never going to be that big hoppy beer, but with the IPA, um, people that like hoppier beers and they're buying a punk AF, expecting an IPA substitute and it's just not scratching that itch for them, I totally get why trying them side by side. I mean, yeah. they similar, they look similar, they take they do taste. So different.
0: With the Lost Lager, I'm now getting more... It's warmed up a touch. Um, I'm getting more of that floral noble hop, German hop. It does definitely have the... the. And you don't get that in the AF. Yeah.
1: I think it is just more classically Pilsner, whereas the other yeah. one tastes a bit, like I said, a bit more... It's
0: got, it's got a little bit of that lemon... Mm. Lemony, limey bit to it again. Yeah.
1: I think as well, the Lost Lager, again compared to the AF for me, is more crisp as well. There's more carbon, there's more crispness to it than the lost AF. I think maybe if there was a bit more comparable crispy levels, um, again, I might enjoy it a bit more. Again, offered it to me and they said you could have juice, you could have full fat coke, you could have water, not out of a pre-approved tap, or you can have lost
0: AF. I'd go,
1: yeah, I'll have the lost AF. Would you
0: pre-approve a tap?
1: I don't know. I just have to see
0: it. I've got to know where it's coming from. <laughs> weird. I'm weird. Brilliant. I'm funny Brilliant. about my water. Right, fine. It <laughs> me ice Noted. cubes in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see now I think I think if I was offered water juice or lost AF, I'd probably go for the juice. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, um, I'm not I'm not a Pilsner fan. To say it depends on the
1: juice, actually. If you were like, well, it really actually nice does. Exotic, it's juice. a really nice exotic juice. I'd be like, oh yeah, go with the juice. If they were like here's, I don't know, something not so good. His pulpy orange juice, I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> I
0: don't do bits.
1: You. No, I don't either. They were like his his pulpy juice. I'd go <laughs> mm, I'll take the non-premium tap thanks. water, please. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pick, though, if somebody was like, look, Joe. You can have punk AF or you can have lost AF. Which one would you choose? Oh, hang on. Should actually do side by side. Let me... Yeah. I already know which one
0: out of the two. I'm gonna. If I had to pick pick out of these two, I'd probably go for lost AF because I think it's more like a lager than the AF is like an IPA. <laughs> than the punk uh... AF is like an IPA. Like because this is just kind of sweet and mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas. This is like the lost AF is a bit more like a lager, and I'd probably go yeah, that, I
1: probably yeah. I I get what you're saying. It's not when it comes yeah. to air uh, to its original. Like that's you know one's going to be a bit more similar. Yeah. I'd lost AF, but I I'll take the not harsh way of describing. it. I think it would just be the easier to just neck the lesser of two evils. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think like the Pump KF, the flavours in it, though not comparable, in my opinion, to a pancake, uh, a pancake, yeah. um, are far stronger than those of the Lost. Yeah. So I would go with the Lost because I think it would just be easier to get lost in your conversation and not think about what you're drinking. Yeah, definitely. It's, <laughs> it's very inoffensive. Sounds. However, if you were going to say, well, between those two and Nanny's state, I'd probably go with Nanny's Date because I think it actually tastes out of the three of these, Nanny's Date the
0: most like a beer in my yeah opinion. I've not had any state in a while but I remember it being very beer like <laughs> it, it has it's got
1: some like rope like it's a bit warm now but it's got some of those like roastier malt qualities to it um which is maybe why it looks the way it does um but yeah it's definitely I think more comparable to if I want to scratch an itch and have a beer that's going to be the one that will taste most like a style of beer as opposed to the other two. But that's just me and my my harsh opinion on it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. If I harsh if truth. had a choice. If Nanny State was a choice, I think I'd go for Nanny State over the other two. Definitely. I, I, I still maintain
1: that I'd be quite interested to try the Elvis AF. Like if I didn't have to put in to get it, you have to put in a bigger, it's it's part of I think a multi-pack, a mixed case of AFs, and I'm like. Don't really need all those. I just want to try one. Um, so I'd be quite interested in trying that and see, because obviously Elvis juice is a bit of an interesting taste, I think, in general. So finding out how they do that alcohol free would be interesting. And I still maintain I would love to try the Land God one if I didn't have to buy the full pack of it. Because they do describe it as having all the tropical IPA tastes and everything. So I'm curious how well that is executed. If
0: I'm Hazy was my favorite. Hazy AF was my favorite. I had that. That's the other um, one. Yeah. So I had that last Christmas in Aberdeen when we went up to do the podcast in Aberdeen and that was really lovely and it is juicy like a Hazy like a Hazy Jane um just alcohol free and actually if that was on the table that would be the one that i would pick <laughs> that's I really it i enjoyed that
1: after we we recorded a podcast where this will all become that will become relevant yeah like, why we were <laughs> discussing hazy af um no spoilers in this one um but the way you talked about it was like actually yeah, i quite i quite like to try that one but again it was part of a mix pack and i was just yeah. like oh, it just becomes a faff to get whereas if i could find just a single can of it i'd be like yeah yeah, yeah let's give that a go um
0: But yeah, single can advocates, single bottle advocates here at the podcast. I'm always, that's it, I'm always like single
1: can, because my thing is if they offered single cans of these AF, you could put an order in with brew dog you could try the af ones you could find out which style is the one that is going to match you the best and then you can go well i know i like these ones so let me order these ones when it's in the mixed case it's great to get a mixer that's that's great but if you don't like if if i'm gonna get you know three or four lost afs i'm probably not gonna drink yeah you could probably find a way to cook with them or barbecue with them or whatever but that just becomes more money I'm spending for something I know I don't like. So I think, yeah, very much single cans, not mixed.
0: But that's just me. <laughs> and me. <laughs> so that's a whole other subject that we will not stray into today. And, and fi- you know,
1: I think if you know where I can get a single can.
0: <laughs> let us know. Of, of the
1: Lamb of God collaboration, <laughs> let me know. Thank you. Find me on Instagram. <laughs>
0: Cool. Oh, final thoughts, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I think AF beers are getting better, and I think we'll go into that next episode when we do our full AF um beer rundown. Um, if these were the only beers that were on offer, all four of these, I'd go for a punk. <laughs> if the two AFs were the only ones on offer, I'd go for a lost AF. Um, If there's cranberry juice on offer, I might go for that. (laughs) Your final thoughts. (laughs)
1: Uh, Final thoughts for me on Nanny State is the one that is definitely the most passable, even though it's not flawless. It is definitely passable. Um, For me, the other two don't scratch the itch. I probably wouldn't choose to have either of them. It gives me an understanding as to when people say when I go out, I'd rather have a low ABV half pint <laughs> and then have juice or coke or what, whatever else um than drink these all night because yeah I think it would get a bit samey and bland and just not enjoyable quite frankly um but final final thought is I do applaud Brewdog for putting such an effort in I mean in everyone that that puts the effort in you'll only mentioning brew because that's what we're drinking now but next week you'll see everyone that's taken the time to put the effort into to create an alcohol-free beer um well done because i think it is a, a section of the market that could be tapped into a bit more so yeah i look forward to trying
0: the rest of our alcohol-free collection <laughs> Right, I think that's it for today then. It is a little, a very short episode just for the no. beginning of the year. We're easing you in into easing 2021. Um, well, so if they want to, if our wonderful listeners want to um, find you and tell you what AF beers they like, where can they get hold of you, Tori?
1: Yeah, they can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. So feel free to drop me a line, tell me where I can get a single can of Ghost Walker um tell me if it's good if i should just buy the full pack um and where can they where can they come and speak to you if,
0: if want. you want to come and uh tell me where i can get some wake-up call. Um, I am a woman's brew on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Um, And if you would like to know more about beer tasting, you can find my beer school, Love Beer Learning. We are on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, or you can email me lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. You can also email the podcast there or come and have a look on my website, lovebeerlearning.co.uk. We have a beer tasting course build your beer vocabulary starting on the 11th of january so come ask me about that now
1: oh cool. until next week when we go all out dry january cheers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: cheers.
1: <laughs>